Welcome to Hakol Radio's Top 3 segment, where we discuss the top three news stories of the day. Hakol Radio, powered by the Muncie Mavasser and broadcasting live from Schlerko Studios in Muncie, New York. Number 1 The International Committee of the Red Cross, the ICRC, stated on Thursday, January 18th that it is not involved in the delivery of medication to hostages held in Gaza, despite a Hamas claim that it would. Clarifying its role and emphasizing that the agreed-upon mechanism, the Red Cross said the organization is not involved in any implementation capacity, including the delivery of medication. In the statement, the Red Cross highlighted its role as a neutral intermediary, initiating discussions with the involved parties to establish a mechanism for the delivery of medicines to hostages. The negotiations, which determined the quantity of medicines and the responsible party for their delivery, was ultimately brokered by Qatar. The ICRC clarified, quote, the mechanism that was agreed does not involve the ICRC playing any part in its implementation, including the delivery of medication. The organization also expressed its positive outlook on the agreement, characterizing it as a, quote, positive humanitarian step. Addressing the World Economic Forum in Davos, Switzerland, Israeli President Yitzhak Herzog, alongside a photo of a young Israeli hostage still being held in Gaza, emphasized that the current situation preventing Israelis from contemplating a peace process with the Palestinians, asserting that the prevailing concern is the assurance of security against potential attacks from various directions. President Herzog noted the erosion of trust in peace processes, attributing it to the glorification of terror by Israel's neighboring entities. In Gaza, troops from the IDF's Tivadi Brigade conducted a raid on a significant stronghold belonging to Hamas's South Khan Yunus Battalion. At the captured Shuhada outpost and the offices of the Hamas Battalion commander, the IDF stated that the troops seized numerous firearms and recovered intelligence documentation. The stronghold targeted during the operation included a training site and offices utilized by Hamas's South Khan Yunus Battalion in the course of the conflict. The IDF informed the families of the deceased hostages Ron Sherman, Nick Beiser, and Elia Toledano that it is unable to determine the cause of their deaths. Despite repatriating their bodies from Gaza in December, the army stated that at this stage it cannot confirm or deny whether their deaths resulted from direct assassination at the hands of Hamas terrorists or as a consequence of an IDF attack or Hamas operation. Israeli Chief of Staff Herzl Levy expressed on Wednesday, January 17th, that the probability of a conflict on Israel's northern front is currently much higher than in recent periods. During a visit to a reservist exercise near the Lebanon border, he stated that Israel is elevating its preparedness for potential military engagement in Lebanon. Number 2 President Joe Biden's presidential approval rating has plummeted to a near 20-year low, according to a new ABC Ipsos poll. The Democratic president currently sits at 58% disapproval and only 33% approval, the worst presidential approval number since George W. Bush between 2006 and 2008. The poll also revealed that just 57% of voters who lean Democratic would be satisfied with Biden as the party's nominee in 2024. A deeper dive into the poll resulted results shed some light on why as the border crisis rages on only 18% of respondents supporting Biden's handling of immigration, the lowest number on record since ABC began polling the issue in 2004. 
Biden is also facing high disapproval numbers due to his mishandling of the economy. 71% of those polled said the economy was bad, with nearly half saying they are worse off now economically than under Donald Trump as president. Overall, 56% of people disapprove of Biden's handling of the economy. President Biden is also hemorrhaging support among younger minority voters, while Biden maintains a 65% approval rating among black people aged 50 and up. He has only a 32% approval rating among black people younger than 50. His approval rating with black people in general is 21 points below the average, and among Hispanic people it is 15%, 15 points below average, according to the poll. Biden has also seen the women vote abandon him. Although he received a vote of 57% of women in 2020, he now only has the approval of 31%. In related news, the Biden administration is reportedly planning to relist the Houthi rebels as a specially designated global terrorist group, an SDGT. Reversing a decision Secretary of State Anthony Blinken made shortly after President Biden took office to remove the designation and delist the Iran-backed group as a foreign terrorist organization, an FTO over concerns about humanitarian aid into Yemen. The Trump administration had designated the group as an FTO and an SDGT, especially the designated global terrorist group, near the end of the 45th presidential term. The SDGT designation is distinct from an FTO in that it carries different impl implications for the potential delivery of humanitarian aid, the defense official said. A foreign terrorist organization label can trigger sanctions for those who provide material support to a designated group, thereby labeling Iran as an entity, as a terror group. The decision which was announced on Wednesday, January 17th, comes as the Houthis have launched numerous attacks in the Red Sea against commercial ships in retaliation over Israel's war against Hamas. The hostility in the region has forced many shipping companies to reroute their vessels around the Cape of Good Hope in South Africa. Number three. Georgia Governor Brian Kemp dismissed Representative Marjorie Taylor Greene, representative from Georgia, her request to criminally investigate Fulton County District Attorney Fannie Willis for corruption, telling Breitbart News on Thursday, January 18th that Greene should, quote, refer her complaint to the state's oversight committee. Governor Kemp's failure to act means Willis will be able to continue interfering in the 2024 presidential election by continuing her prosecution of former President Donald Trump. Green filed an ethical and conflict of interest complaint last week against Willis and her top prosecutor, Nathan Wade, seeking the dismissal of the charges against former President Trump. Willis and Wade reportedly met with the Biden administration before indicting Trump in August, raising questions about whether the White House coordinated the Trump prosecution. Infuriating conservatives, Kemp dis dismissed Green's complaint and urged a congresswoman to refile it with an oversight committee. State law, he said, has a process to handle county prosecutors' disciplinary, disciplinary actions. The state's oversight committee operates like a disciplinary, disciplinary, disciplinary commission with the power to remove county prosecutors from public office. As with all committees, they move very slowly. But time is of the essence, says, says Green, because Willis' prosecution is drying up Trump and fellow co-defendants' resources ahead of the 2024 election. Republicans and allies close to Trump criticized Kemp's decision to avoid conflict, saying that he has statutory power right now to order a criminal investigation, and he should do it. Green explained that a committee process in general is a good idea, but said action against Willis is an urgent matter. 
told Governor Kemp and our State Attorney General, Chris Carr, need to step in and do the job that they have the power to do, and that is to launch a criminal investigation into Willis and Nathan Wade, said Green. What I'm focused on is the fact that I believe our Governor and our State Attorney General should use their power, she continued. They have the power to go after a state district attorney who is abusing her power to go after the former president of the United States. Trump is not the only person impacted by Willis's prosecution, Green said, noting the co-defendants in the case. These people, quote, are being drained of money while they are having to pay lawyers. They have incredible stress in their lives and their families' lives, she said. This is affecting real people in Georgia. Thanks for tuning in to the Top 3 segment live on Hako Radio and have a great day.